Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Walking the Wrestle podcast. I am your host, the heavy metal Jesus, the rock and roll rebel, the oddity, the one, the only, the... <laughs> I'm running out of uh, adjectives for myself, but my name is Mike Jolly. Thank you so much for uh, listening today. Um, whether you're listening live or whether you are listening on demand through iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Deezer, or wherever you may get your uh, podcast fix. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I do have to say a spe- my special hellos, of course, to uh, Chloe, Cat, Delight, Steve. Um, and of course, I do have to say hello to my brew crew family of leather jacket guy, uh, Levi jeans, Johnny strap on bullshit. Of course, Unica Dominica and, uh, Interpola who, uh, I want to thank very much for leaving their comments on a video that I made. I'm going to post it to YouTube. Um, of course, Tricky Troy, run a joke. Um, Shania Wayne's, Shania Wayne's, and anyone else that I may have forgotten, uh, Brooklyn Bonnie, thank you so much, you guys, for everything. I also want to say hello to my patrons, um, of course, I have as my patrons Hans Vanderkill, um, Mark Gagliardi, and of course, the anonymous patron himself. Um, if you are interested in becoming a patron, go ahead and check out uh, my Patreon account at patreon.com forward slash Washington Wrestle Talk, and you'll get all the information that you need for every, for each and every tier that I have. Um, so, for example, for $5 a month, you would get a special hello shout out onto on the show here. Um, for $10, you would get everything in the $5 package and you would get, you know, a, a phone call once a month for $20. We get everything in the, in the, um, five and $10 tiers, but you would also be able to co-host the show once a month and of course there's that elusive one hundred dollar one hundred dollar tier where you get everything in the twenty the twenty the ten and the five and 
you know, tiers, and you also get to host the show on your own once a month. So, something to think about there. Ugh. Well, so um, I'm going to be having a very special surprise guest a little later on today. Um, I think you're going to enjoy it. We're going to be talking about some things. But there is one thing that I do want to um, address, and that is the recently um, the recent passing of a legend in the wrestling community. I'm talking about John Francis Walker, better known as Mr. Wrestling Number 2. Now, um, John Walker began his career in the 1950s. Um, and he was pretty much a journeyman wrestler, you know, throughout the 50s and 60s. It wasn't until he went to the South, where, thanks to a promoter by the name of Jerry Jarrett, and if that name sounds familiar, um, yes, he is indeed the father of one Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Jarrett convinced him to wear a mask as the successor to the original Mr. Wrestling. And from there, his career took off. Um, you know, he had some time in Bill Watts Mid-South, mentoring a young uh, man by the name of Terry Allen, who would later become Magnum TA. And, you know, he actually turned on Magnum TA in a match, and it led to him having a run as a heel. Um, he did appear in the WWF towards the end of his um, end of his run, you know, big time run, I should say, um, as mostly um, enhancement talent. Um, he would get the occasional win or two over other enhancement talents. Um, in his later years, he became more. Of, he became a mentor to somebody um, by the name of Mister Wrestling Number Three, who, of course, is none other than Steve Carino. But like in everything, you know, not everything is sunshine and roses for this guy. And it wasn't even brought to light until um, very recently by a man by the name of Greg Oliver. Um, Greg Oliver is a Canadian. Um, wrestling journalist. Um, he has the Canadian um, Wrestling Hall of Fame, um, which you can check out. Um, he's done, he does things for highspots.com, like um, the YouTube videos. They did some uh, ring roasts of stars like Terry Funk, the Iron Sheik, Jim Cornette. But Oliver brought to light um, something that was hidden for quite a while. And um, it was shocking nonetheless. It wasn't a level of shock, say, like the Chris Benoit murder-suicide, but it was right up there. Um, John Francis Walker was also a registered sex offender. And when I saw that, I thought it was a joke. I, I didn't want to believe it. And sure enough, I um, went online and 
there there it was, plain as day, um, a picture of him unmasked, you know, in the sex registry, you know, sex offender registry. And it stemmed from an incident when he was in Hawaii in... 1955, he was 18 years old, he was one of 19 men that had raped a 15-year-old girl. And that stayed with him for the rest of his life, but he kept it pretty hidden unless other people knew. But I originally saw it on his Wikipedia page. Um, and you know how Wikipedia is, it can be... It can be, um, you know, user edited and all that stuff, but this this one was true. So, but you know, like with the like with Chris Benoit, we got to um, we got to remember the man for his accomplishments, not for what he did. You know, sixty six years ago, but Johnny Walk John Walker. AKA Mr. Wrestling 2 passed away um, two days ago at the age of 85. I want to say 85. Yeah, 85. Sorry, I'm bringing coffee here. It's so, it's so good. I'm. I'm so let's, of course, um, there was another wrestler who had passed away. Um, it's been a couple weeks now, but uh, his name was Danny Havoc. Um, for those who don't know, Danny Havoc was a deathmatch wrestler for Combat Zone Wrestling <clears throat> uh, in the Delaware, New Jersey area. Um, he wasn't very old. Uh, he was only 34 years old. Um, of course, his wife had passed away, uh, like a month prior. So let's see if, yeah, his wife passed from heart failure on April 4th. And then on May 31st, Havoc died at the age of 34. So um, who knows, but he was a deathmatch wrestler. Um, you know, he was pretty entertaining. So if you ever go on YouTube, check out, uh, the funny side of CZW IWA Mid-South by a guy by the name of Midian Productions. Um, it is so hilarious. Um, and you can see the kind of, um, person Danny Havoc was. Um, he had a great feud with, um, Drake, um, younger, who is now, um, Drake referee for the NXT, uh, brand, the head referee of NXT. Um, perhaps something he was known more for that was his, uh, faction that he created called the Nation of Intoxication. And, with guys like Devin Moore and Lucky 13. But Danny Havoc passing away on May 31st at the age of 34. Um, of course, at the end of the year, I will um, 
do a tribute to each wrestler that has passed away um, this year. Oh, and Mathematico 2 passing away on June 4th. No, no, that's a uh, Luchador. Seems like that more and more... Eighteen already this year, but then again, there's also been the uh, corona pandemic, um, and there's at least one, um, one, per one person in Mexico that was a luchador, um, passed away from COVID, but he wasn't well known. No, we're right on par with last year, it looks like. Of course, um, I would... Be remiss if I didn't say that we are coming up on the one-year anniversary of probably one of the saddest deaths in professional wrestling, and that is Adrian McCollum, better known as Lionheart. Um, he was actually the ICW World Heavyweight Champion um, at the time of his death. Um, sadly, he committed suicide, and you know, if you ever um ever have that thought in your mind please please there are numbers for you to, ch to call and get the help that you uh that you need uh i'm just kind of mixing up my words here um so one thing i did want to discuss was um you know, I posted a video on YouTube um, a little less than a week ago, and it was a um, video that I called The Sickness, and if you ever get a chance to check it out, check out the video. Um, you can see the link for it in my um, Twitter account, which is Triple R Product. Um, of course, if you have me as a, as a friend on Facebook... Um, I posted it on Facebook in my Facebook story for the day. Um, but definitely check it out. I want to try to make it go viral. Um, but I do want to say thank you again to Unique Dominica and Interpola for um, posting the positive comments. I also want to say thank you to um, a friend of mine, uh, Angelos Hardy, who um, also posted a very positive comment. Um, on the video, so thank you so much, you guys, for that. Um, oh man, this coffee's good. Uh, <laughs> um, tonight, of course, is uh, SmackDown Live. Um, well, SmackDown sort of live, kind of live. It was live like a month and a half ago. Who knows? <laughs> but the finals of the Intercontinental Title Tournament um, happened tonight. Um, the match has been taped already. Um, it was taped a few weeks ago. 
and people have said that this was an amazing, amazing match. So we'll have to see what happens when Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles um, finally meet one-on-one in the WWE. Uh, they've had some matches on the independent scene in the past, um, which were fantastic. Um, most notably, of course, in Ring of Honor. And, uh, I believe all pro wrestling out in California. Yeah, not, not too sure about that. Um, Backlash, of course, is this Sunday. Um, of course, you've got the Handicap uh, Universal Championship match between Braun Strowman and John Morrison and The Miz. Uh, uh, Drew McIntyre defending the WWE Championship against Bobby Lashley. Um, you have a triple threat um, match for the women's tag team championship. Sasha Banks and Bailey, the new champs, take on the former champs, um, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, and the Iconics. Uh, for the U.S. Championship, we got uh, champion Apollo Cruz versus Andrade. Oscar defends the Raw Women's Championship uh, versus Nia Jax, and we have what's being billed as the greatest match ever. Um, I think Dave Meltzer might have something to say about that <laughs> because he has such a fetish for Okada and. New Japan wrestling, and you know, he doesn't see the ports for the trees half the time. How he even got to be a journalist or an insider is beyond me. Um, Edge versus Randy Orton, and a match also that is kind of interesting is Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. Um, sadly, I won't be able to watch this one live. Um, I my boss saw fit to change the schedule on everyone and have us all work one weekend a month. And it just so happens that this is my weekend. And I'll be working the next six days in a row. But that's neither here nor there nor anywhere. So, but at least I can watch it um, on demand on my way home or when I get home. Um, that. Maybe. Um, of course, this past Sunday was NXT TakeOver. In your house. Now, it was not quite as good as some of... The, the match quality was good, but not having, you know, 15,000, 20,000 people in the arena kind of took away from that. Um... This was the 25th anniversary of the very first In Your House uh, pay-per-view. And, of course, I remember watching that. Um, it was right before I graduated high school, actually. It was the same year I graduated high school. Holy crap. Um, of course, you know, it was really cool to see Todd Pettengill 
who uh, was a employee of the WWF, I should say, or now WWE, back in the 90s. Um, you know, Hawk, doing the merchandise hawk, hawking, of course. It was kind of funny that they had him plug a 900 number, and he's like, wait, 900 numbers are obsolete now? Yeah, Todster, pretty much. Um, but he did mention WWEshop.com and then the AOL chat room, uh, which had an archaic computer, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and the Road Dog all trying to type on a computer. It was pretty, it, it was kind of funny to see, but uh, another funny uh, parody that they had was the old IcoPro. Um, for those of you who don't remember or don't know what IcoPro is, it was Vince McMahon's uh, bodybuilding supplement that he had. Um, and he actually had a bodybuilding federation called the WBF, or World Bodybuilding Federation. Um, they had Adam Cole um, do this... Uh, <laughs> video and it was a it was exact carbon copy of when Bret Hart uh, did it or let's see yeah it was Bret Hart that did the video <clears throat> but back to the matches of course um, Keith Lee and Johnny Gargano had a match for the NXT North American Championship that saw a lot of great. You know, a lot of creative and interesting um, twists and turns, and it was actually pretty fun to watch. Um, Keith Lee retained the North American Championship. Um, Adam Cole and the Velveteen Dream had a backlot brawl for the NXT Championship. And, of course, the usual suspects got involved. Uh, Roderick Strong, Bobby Fish, but they were taken out by Dexter Loomis, uh, the former Sam Shaw of TNA. But in the end, Adam Cole defeated the Velveteen Dream, and as long as Adam Cole holds the NXT Championship, Dream can no longer challenge for it, but things are coming soon, I think. Um... In another match, Karrion Cross uh, made his takeover debut. Um, for those who don't know, Karrion Cross is the former Killer Cross. Um, he defeated Tommaso Ciampa um, via submission in a match that only lasted about six minutes. Um, and they're they're going they're showing that they're trying to show that Cross is a monster, a psychotic monster. Um, that can take anyone out just like that, you know. Um, but I really like the direction they're going with um, Karrion Cross. Um, his entrance is, is something else. Uh, even if Scarlett Bordeaux, his girlfriend, um, lip syncing over the uh, song is kind of a little over the top. Now, one of the matches that um, there were a couple other matches, but one of them in particular, um, was 
a real fun one to watch. It was, you know, Damian Priest facing Finn Balor. Um, that was a very hard-hitting, entertaining match. At one point, Priest took a full back bump onto the ring step. Um, that's not good. That's not good at all. Um, but in the end, Balor performs the coup de grace off the back of Priest's head and then does it again to win the match. Um, so no 1916 in this match. Like, um, but you know, to me, it seems like they're making Balor. I mean, they can't make up their mind whether they want him to be a babyface or a heel. So they're just going to make him a tweener, which is which is jargon for in between. You know. He faces good guys. He faces bad guys. You know, faces the you know he wrestles the baby faces, wrestles the heels. Uh, this past Wednesday on NXT, he laid down the challenge to Keith Lee for the North American Championship, the one championship singles that Balor has not held. Oh, oh, here's a second wave of Corona. Hey, um. The opening match was a six-person, six-woman tag with the team of Mia Yim, Tegan Knox, and Shotzi Blackheart facing Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. Um, it was pretty entertaining. You know, this was Shotzi's first NXT takeover, first time on pay-per-view. Um, with NXT, I mean, she was in the Royal, the Women's Royal Rumble. Um, earlier this year, um, after a lot of back and forth, uh, Candice LeRae's new character is she's the poison pixie and mostly a cowardly poison pixie, I should say. But in the end, um, the old hated rivals it came down to Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai with Knox, um, and Kai to win the match. So now that the, now they're even at one to one. Um, of course, we're talking about the Takeover Portland event. It's the last live Takeover event with a crowd of more than fifty people. And the main event was a triple threat match for the NXT Women's Championship. Between Io Shirai, former champ Rhea Ripley, and current champ Charlotte Flair. Um, what can I say about this match? It was over the top, unbelievable. Um, the highlight me was Shirai doing a dive off of the in-your-house set onto Ripley and Flair. That was something something else to see. Um, she li lived up to her uh, Genius of the Sky previous moniker. Um, but a lot of a lot, a lot of great action in this match. Um, you know, no disqualification. Of course, so Charlotte Flair brought out a kendo stick. Um, 
but in the end, Shirai, you know, Flair had the figure eight locked on to Rhea Ripley, you know, which is a repeat of WrestleMania. And Shirai came off the top with a moonsault. Now, the moonsault was kind of, didn't look good at all because it looked like Shirai caught Rhea Ripley right in the face. Um, it didn't look good, but while uh, Flair's legs were tied up with Ripley's, Shirai gets the pin and, in fact, becomes finally the new NXT Women's Champion. Her first title with um, WWE and in North America. Um, she's, she was a dominant champion in Japan for Shine Wrestling. So congratulations to Rhea, Rip, to, uh, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair, and Io Shirai for one hell, one hell of a good uh, main event. Um, my hat's off to all three of you ladies, but you put on a hell of a show um, for, for the live audience that was there and for the people watching at home. But definitely, definitely match of the night right there. And of course, got to give my hat, get my hat to uh, Io Shirai um, to uh, for winning the championship, of course. So there you have it. There was the. Uh, there was the NXT TakeOver In Your House um, review. Well, I thought I was going to have a special guest again. But I don't know. Uh, hmm. This is like the third time in a row that this happened to me, so... Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I really don't know. Um, I do want to give a shout out to uh, Mia Annabella and Mark as they start their new podcast, um, which will be premiering July the 1st. So can't wait to can't wait for that. Um, and guys, if you ever if you need help, if you need advice, uh, I'm always here for you. Of course, so is my buddy. Of course, the man, the myth, the legend, Mister LFC podcast, um, Mister Mike Larkin. <clears throat> He's always, you know, he and I are always um, there for you guys. You know that. Um, of course, with the Session Girls event coming up uh, Labor Day weekend, let's just see who, 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 who will be there. <laughs> do, 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 do. Yelp. <clears throat> so, yeah, this Corona, this Corona, you know, virus. Kind of, kind of put a damper on a lot of things. So it's September fifth. Is that a Friday or Saturday? I thought it was the sixth. Colander. 
Nope, nope, nope. So it's the fifth. Okay, that's Saturday. So far, so here, who is um, <clears throat> attending the event? Um, as far as the girls go, we have Genevieve Hex, we have Christy Etzel, of course, Jennifer Thomas. Oh, my good friend. Oh boy, I'm in trouble. Jolene Hex will be there, my good friend. Dixon Romano will be there. Mia will be there. So will Brandy May, Savannah Fox, Johnny Starlight, Camilla, Chloe, of course, Sasha Steele will be there. Mr. Sakara, Warrior Amazon will be back. Oh, I can't wait to uh, meet up with her again. We had such a good time. Jewel, uh, Marcel will be there, hopefully. Desi, Tomiko, my very first guest, of course. Fighting Muscle Girl. Ah, the Domcat will be there. Muscle Mama, Tapered Physique, Wind Goddess, Gia Love. Maxine Stryker, Christine Dupree, Sammy Ross will be there. Yay. Big Red, Lynn LaRue, Kelly Provocateur, Natasha Leone, Feisty Feminista, Rosa, Fit Beast, Amazon Cynthia. Holy crap, there's more people signing up. Then I've now question is let's see how many how many guys actually show up. Angie will be there again. Magpie. Amelia Siciliano. Beatrix Harlow. Blythe Everly. Ava Simone will be back. Gina Jones. Mm. Goddess Amelia. Rojo Montana. Sheena. Colina. Knockout, Brawlin Barnes, Little Greek Coffee was there last year. Yoink, so definitely a good time. Get your tickets in. There will be a raffle. It is a private event, but tickets are $85, but if you buy them before July 15th, um, <clears throat> they are $60. Um, tickets include entry for the live show, after-party pizza, after party, pizza, snacks, soda, and water. Alcohol is allowed on premises, but it's bring your own beer. Or bring your own. Bring your own booze. So, definitely, guys, check that out. Get your ticket. Get your ticket for this event. This is Gen Con number two. I had so much fun there last year that I'm going again. I am for sure possibly going again. So let's rock and roll.
rock and roll strut and stroll, shall we? Um, I want to get Jennifer back on the show before the event um, takes place in September. So, um, we'll go ahead and uh, work on that, shall we? Um, so, Domcat has expressed an interest in coming back to the show, coming back on the show. Can't wait for that. Um, <clears throat> uh, seeing a lot of my past guests. Um, coming on to the show, that's going to be, I'm going to be like a kid in the candy store there. So, um, I'm hoping, um, I'm hoping Mike Larkin can join me there. Um, that way we can, uh, do this podcast thing together. Or if he can't, um, I'll have to talk to Jennifer about this, but I may have a co-host coming with me. Stay tuned for that announcement. Um, now, also, I'm asking um, a lot of my past guests to make a soundbite um, for the show. Um, let's see if I can pull it up here. Duh. Sorry for the clicking sound. <laughs> Let's see. So we're gonna um put in here. Let's see. Yeah. So it, it's just a quick, quick little soundbite here. So, um, I think I'm gonna open the show with this from now on, or for the time being. So. Let's see what it says here. Hi, this is Jolene Hex, and you are listening to the Washington Wrestle Talk Podcast. Big thank you to uh, Jolene Hex for making that um, soundbite for me. Um, if you are interested in making a soundbite, uh, go ahead and drop me a line at Washington Wrestle Talk email.com. Well, I am going to uh, cut this one short. I will be back uh, in approximately 50 minutes with a new episode um, where I just found out that my guest won't be available until then. So, in the meantime, I'm going to stop this episode and start with a brand new one um, in, like I said, in about 50 minutes. So, uh, stay tuned, guys, and of course, much love to you all. Um, thank you so much for listening to this, however you may be listening. Just remember, I love you all, and take care now. From the Washington Podcast, we'll see you in a bit. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.